Hi, welcome to the E-Web Style Podcast. Yes, welcome back. Thanks for joining us for another fun-filled edition uh, of the E-Web Style Podcast. My name's Chris Burris, owner of E-Web Style. And this is Paul Hansen, sales manager of E-Web Style. We are uh, having a peanut-free podcast. A salmonel- How about a salmonella-free podcast? That's, oh. a, that's a good call. Yeah, Just, there we uh, go. It's an interesting story that uh, it looks like they were on the brink of insolvency already. And, and they ship the peanuts anyway. Man, somebody's going to jail for Come that one. Come on, gosh. I mean, that times must really, really be tight if you're going to send out some salmonella peanuts to your, to your suppliers. Come on. That's crazy. Speaking of tight times, what do you do as a business owner when times are tight? You grow your business. That's you what go. we like to. That's what we like to do here at eWebStyle and for our clients. We want to grow your business. Uh, search engine optimization and, and a good website are obviously uh, a great, cost-effective, great ROI uh, way to do that. So we're here talking about search engine optimization and uh, and how we can grow your business. And here, here's what else you do when times get tough: you stop listening to the news and thinking that the economy is going bad. You can still grow your business. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're growing our business here at eWebStyle. We're excited about that. And the reason is, is because we're helping other businesses grow. So you can do it. Um, speaking of do it, uh, just to cover what we covered last time, we covered do's and don'ts of SEO outsourcing. Uh, if that's a subject of interest to you, make sure you go back and listen to our previous podcast. If that's a subject that's not of interest to you and you want to voice your opinion, uh, don't. I uh, <laughs> just don't. Yeah. <laughs> you can always contact us at uh, podcast at e-webstyle.com. That's W-E-B-S-T-Y-L-E dot com. And uh, we always look forward to your comments. Uh, all the positive ones, we look forward to throwing the bad ones in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so keep those emails coming. Um and keep listening to our podcast. The other thing that we touched on last time was uh, search engine optimization sabotage. Uh, so if you are in the market for a new SEO company and you're not happy with your current SEO company, uh, make sure you call us first. Yeah. We'll help you through that process here at eWebStyle. Um, but also make sure you go back and listen to the previous podcast because you want to. There are some measures you need to take to make sure that uh, your old SEO company, as it's going out the door, uh, doesn't uh, do any sabotage. It's the proverbial "deliver the pink slip with the security guards," yeah. so the guy can't go postal <laughs> as he's leaving your office <laughs> at Friday at four forty-five p.m. Before Christmas, no, no, I, I, yeah, that's, that that doesn't happen. Definitely, definitely listen to the old podcast. It's definitely as a great example, a perfect example of SEO sabotage. Um, all right, so the next the next line on our on our sheet here, what does that what does that say here? SEO is a slow process. For those of you who don't know, SEO does not just because you start SEO does not mean you are going to have overnight success. And let's let's we we can take a few moments here to answer the question: Why is SEO a slow process? Um, That's a great question. It, it it takes time. What what I mean? There's a lot of things involved in SEO, you know, and we've covered those: link building, keywords, and all those things take time to develop. So it's not. And I have clients since I deal with a lot of clients when and we're pitching SEO that they think, oh, I'll, I'll be on the first page of Google tomorrow, and that can be true. 
Yeah. It actually can be true. It can be true. If you're selling blue one-armed widgets, I (laughs) promise you I can get you on the first page of Google really fast. I I quit selling those things a while back. (laughs) Yeah, because the the arm-free widgets are so much better. (laughs) They really are. And we we know somebody's going to listen to this podcast, and they're going to go out, and they're going to make a web page for blue Blue one-armed widgets, and somebody's going to Google it. and (laughs) They're going to say, you said I could get on there on the first day, first page of Google. And and the reality for that is, is, you know, if it's a term that there's not many web pages or no web pages Mm -hmm. out on the internet, regarding that particular subject, then, of course, it's going to be pretty easy to get on the first page. Um, you know, the, the slower process happens when you're dealing with, you know, the, the more interesting keywords. You know, if you want to choose, you know, we, we were dealing with one of our clients who's an attorney who does um, yes. um, mass tort cases, and they're looking at um, what's... Zyprexa. Yeah. Zyprexa is a, and the Digitech. Those are, you know, huge, um, class action lawsuits are there. There's a lot of money to be made by the attorneys. Um, I mean, you know, to be returned to the people who are yeah. uh, uh, unrightfully wronged. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, consequently, you know, attorneys out of the goodness of their heart want to make sure that money gets to those people. So they're spending a lot of their own money mm-hmm. <laughs> to make sure that those dollars get back to their, their clients. Nice cover up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, our client. <laughs> um, so there's an example where there's, there is literally a lot of money there. So you can get some really expensive keyword terms in terms of pay per click, uh, and a lot of efforts going on for those keyword terms in terms of search engine optimization. So with the right SEO company, such as eWebStyle, uh, and the with some patience and time, you can get to the first page of Google for those very expensive or very challenging keywords, Keyword. if Even you Even attorney is a very challenging keyword um, to, be, to get to the first page of Google for. It uh, gets a lot of searches. It, that's that's going to be tough to do. And and it can be done. It takes time, and it takes a it that actually something like that takes a, a bigger SEO strategy. We usually don't have to get in that kind of strategy on our day to day SEO uh, client base. Where you know it's the more traditional uh, link building, keywords, meta tags, all, all of those good things. And and the other thing that can take time is link building. So if you want to go out there and you need to do link building and and Google gives you, uh, you know, significant credit for having uh, high value inbound links, you know, it takes time to build those and put those together. So that's why it takes time. So the next question is, okay, Paul, this is going to take a long time before I can get my website up there. What? But I want customers today. What, What should I do? The, I'd say the next thing you should do is set up a pay-per-click campaign to get immediate results. And can you guys help us with that? I, we can certainly help you set up, help manage your pay-per-click campaign, do all of your, all of the legwork. Because pay-per-click is not, I don't want to say it's hard, but it, it's not, um, I don't want to say it's not easy, Help me find a better it's, word. It's, it's time-consuming. It's t- that's, yeah. that's exactly it's what I'm looking It's laborious. It's laborious. It is definitely time-consuming. And you're you're a business owner. You don't have the time to do that. Um, and and it, frankly, the people who are you know would be talented at doing that, you don't. We recommend that you spend an hour, maybe two hours a day. So you're not going to go out and hire somebody to come in who's a who's a pay-per-click expert 
to who only needs to be working an hour a day. That mm-hmm. just doesn't make sense. And consequently, the people that you can get for an hour a day aren't going to be talented enough in pay-per-click yeah. to properly manage it. So it's a great example of where you really should outsource uh, that labor. Yeah, and, you know, it's you you could do it, but, and, and you know, a lot of clients come to us because they have to run their business. And they know. should be running their yeah, business. Yeah, they, they, they have to be a physician or a you know office supply company or whatever it is they do and then come home at night and manage a pay-per-click campaign after they make dinner and do all this other stuff in, in their life. So it, it is definitely a time-consuming process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of our clients come to us like, hey, I just don't have, I just really don't have time to do this or just I don't want to do it. And then they then they learn our price and say, wow, that's really cost-effective. Yeah. So take it. We're definitely going <laughs> to, we're definitely going to do that with you. Um, one of the things that people ask, you know, we, we may recommend a $500 a month pay-per-click campaign. And when I, when I say $500 a month, I'm talking about, uh, that, that the amount of money that goes into your escrow account, which is to be spent on clicks. And then our, our charge for pay-per-click campaigns can vary. It's usually between 375 and 475. And people are like, okay, wait a minute. So I'm paying, as much for your management of the campaign as I am for actually spending on the campaign. That doesn't necessarily feel right. And and there's a reason for that. There's that you can get significant if you just go in and nonchalantly set up a pay-per-click campaign and you're not monitoring it and you're not tracking it and you're not taking care of it on a daily basis like we do, <clears throat> then some of the things you can run into is you can you can spend your whole five hundred dollars in the first day, yeah, uh, or you can spend it on the wrong terms, or uh, or you know it may be sending traffic to the wrong pages. If you aren't cognizant of what's going on and keeping track of that, then uh, literally that five hundred dollars could disappear quickly. What you want, the value of having somebody monitor that, can actually you know triple, quadruple. Turn that $500 investment into the actual pay-per-clicks into, you know, thousands of dollars in return. Uh, and that's where, okay, if I tell you, look, you're going to spend $500, you are going to pay us, we'll just throw it, say, $500, and in a course of a month, you're going to get eight customers that to you are worth $1,000 a piece. Well, it's a no-brainer. I'm spending $1,000, I'm getting $8,000 of, uh, of business that's a no-brainer. I'm going to do it. So um, you definitely need to consider having somebody manage your pay-per-click campaign for you, and uh, and we'd love to talk you, to you about that here. Um, we'd love to ha- have your business with that. So in general, we want to talk today uh, about pay-per-click campaigns and, and what it is you want to look for, um, what it is that you want to do in order to succeed uh, in, in your campaign. And you know, I'd say the very first thing, um, or, or one of the most important things, you need to have an, a strategy. Have an online strategy before you start a pay-per-click campaign. I mean, I think you should have goals and a strategy before you do anything, but you know, you definitely need a strategy before you start it. You know, define your purpose for your online marketing campaign. It could be to, uh, obviously you want more clicks, but are you trying to make sales? You have a, an e-commerce website. Are you trying to get more um, people to fill out a, a contact form of some sort? I mean, so know exactly what your what your your strategy is, what your goal is for your pay-per-click campaign. Don't just 
jump you know jump out there and start a pay per click campaign and say oh I can't wait till the hits come in. That's right. that's absolutely true, and you know that you're right in some sense. That sounds unbelievably obvious, <laughs> and there's also this phrase also mm-hmm. sounds. Um, unbelievably common, which is, hey, let's just throw a couple hundred dollars at pay-per-click and see what happens. Does that sound like you have an online strategy before you begin your pay-per-click? It sounds like you don't know what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> and you and you specifically have no strategy. You're just throwing money. Again, you know, we've all heard business owners do it, say it, whatever. I tried pay-per-click, it didn't work, whatever. Because they just threw a couple hundred dollars at it to see what would happen. And that's not with a strategy. That's not how you make that happen. That's not how you make that happen properly. Yes. Um, one Because you can do it. You can do that. You could just throw money at it. But, you know, you might be throwing money away. If you're planning on just throwing money in general, and this is... Chris Burris talking, not the owner of eWebStyle. <laughs> you, you know, you could just throw it at me. I'll catch it. Yeah, I'll, I'll catch every I'll, dollar. I promise. And I'll probably even give you a little bit of good advice, you know, about other things that you might want to do with other money that you want to really? want to spend. Um, I do want to give um, give props. We're we're cu- cu- cutting some of this information out of websitetips.com so we want to make sure that you visit them yeah, awesome uh, place for information yeah so we we're, we're getting some of our information from there as well as some other locations um, and of course our own expertise but this was a Barbara Fisher has put together a great succinct um, document and and we're using that kind of as a guideline for our um, our discussion today. I think that's Barbara calling you, saying you better give me props on, on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, we like I said, we're we're in this podcast to give back to the SEO community, and uh, and and certainly this is a great document. So Barbara Fisher, good on you. Uh, WebsiteTips.com. Make sure you guys visit them. Uh, they're a good source. Um, one thing we talked early on in one of our first podcasts about the difference between. Uh, SEM and SEO, search engine marketing and search engine optimization. And, and just to kind of reiterate, pay-per-click is definitely an aspect of search engine marketing. Yes. Um, search engine optimization is the process of focusing on uh, organic search placement. Uh, and, and, and some of the things that we're going to say as we go through and talk about pay-per-click, um, SEM is, it, pay-per-click is part of SEM. We're really going to be talking about Search engine marketing as a whole, because mm-hmm. all of this, your the effectiveness of your pay per click, the effectiveness of your search engine marketing in general, the effectiveness of your search engine optimization, depends on your strategy. So it's fitting that we started off with have an online strategy, um, and 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 one of the things that you always want to identify, and, and in fact, that's, that was kind of the genesis of this discussion, is SEO is a little slow. So have a long-term goal, have a short-term goal. Maybe your long-term goal is to only be doing uh, search engine optimization and only organic placement because statistics say <clears throat> that you get significantly more clicks from organic. And there's at least one study. Unfortunately, I can't quote what that study is, so you're going to have to trust me on this. There's a study <laughs> out there that talks about how people actually have more faith, give more credibility to or, to links that they click when they click in the organic section. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm confusing you with the difference between organic and pay-per-click, go back and listen to our podcasts because uh, we do discuss that. Uh, Was that the Golden Triangle study? I think, it, well, no, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't that one. That's a great study. A lot of SEO people reference it. 
and that talks about the fact that you actually get more clicks in what's called the golden triangle, which is typically the first three positions on page one of Google, and that was in con contrast to what kind of clicks do you get for pay-per-click. The, the one I'm talking about, I read it once, I didn't bookmark it, I obviously should have, because <laughs> uh, it's a powerful piece of information, uh, if it's true. <laughs> I'm just being honest, guys. Good point. Good point I'm though. just being Very honest. <laughs> hey, I read it on the internet. <laughs> so it, it, must, it can't be more so true must than be that. True. Unless it was on Wikipedia or Wikipedia or whatever, however you want to pronounce that. Um, and again, that stat is that people actually uh, give more credence, more uh, they have more belief in the organic placements. And, you know, it kind of makes sense because you know someone's selling you something. There's this part of your brain that says, oh, they're trying to sell me something. So they may be lying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so we want to talk. Uh, so so when we talk about, you know, short term, long term, SEO and pay-per-click are all combined in that. So it's not in that situation. Again, that's all part of your search engine marketing, marketing. not just your pay-per-click. So... Uh, next thing you want you want to talk about is um, set a realistic realistic monthly budget. Um, I think a lot of uh, companies go out there and they just kind of have that approach. So we're just going to throw money at the wall and, and see what sticks. And they take that same approach with their budget. Oh, we'll just you know, hundred bucks, uh, two thousand bucks. Uh, okay, why? You know, wh where where are these numbers have make you know? And set your budget realistic. If you sell. Uh, Blue one arm widgets for a dollar, uh, a ten thousand dollar budget, you know, maybe not be a realistic budget for your company. And of course, that's an extreme example. You think you think more than ten thousand? You know, if I'm doing it, I'm going to say twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, just but have a realistic budget for you know. Think about your product, your cost in the product, your profit margin on this product, um, and it's gonna it's going to differ. Um, Company to company, budget to budget, uh, product to product. Exactly, and that, and again, that comes down to your, you know, your search engine marketing company should be working with you to help, uh, help you uh, kind of define those goals. Um, you know, you you don't want to throw too much money at it, and and really, again, this all comes down to managing the campaign properly because you can stretch five hundred dollars a long way uh, if you're doing the right kind, if you've if you've got the skill. Uh, and you can watch $500 go down the tubes really quickly. <laughs> In a couple hours. Exactly. If, uh, you know, depending on the keywords that you're working with. Um, and, and, and depending on if you, you know, if you know how to set up the campaign, that's a, it's a matter of expertise. Next we've got, uh, prepare your website. Why would you want to prepare your website before doing pay per click? Cause obviously you just, you throw money at it, people are gonna click on you and then, then that's a sale, you know, and that right? seems that seems so obvious, and and you and we really get this where um, where people will come to us and and say, hey, I'm ready to do search engine optimization, or I'm ready to do pay per click, and you pull up to your website, and your first thought is, no, no you not. are not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say most of the people that come to us are in that same boat. They have to do they have to do some sort of preparation. So you're in, in general at sales here at eWebStyle, your your focus is search engine optimization, and so how many of them 
uh, of the clients that we get for search engine optimization, how many have to do a website first? Uh, all of them. <laughs> every every single one of them. Every single has one to of do them. Something. I mean, and their site, and it may they don't they may not think that, but their site may look pretty and it may look very nice, but it's and the preparation that we're talking about it is may not be just how it looks, or it, it's a whole lot more to that. Maybe this is a good time to to throw in that office supply company we were talking about the other day. Oh, that, you know, I think that's a perfect example. So here's an example for Pair Your Website. There's an office supply company in the Houston area that, uh, that, that we've been talking with, and they have a very nice online shopping cart website. Um... The the when you go there, it you know it could it's not done yet. They're still mm-hmm. finishing off the details, but you can see that it's going to look like a very good website, and you can purchase products there. And when we started analyzing, okay, how are we going to prepare this website to support their sales process in the Houston area? And you and 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 here's why you want to work with eWebStyle, or you want to work with a company that has the entrepreneurial experience that eWebStyle has, because. <clears throat> They, you know, the first company, SEO company you talk to may look at that and say, oh, wow, well, you know, we want, we, you should just, you know, market, optimize for CDs because you sell CDs or should optimize for uh, paper because you sell lots of paper or, you know, we do ask two questions. What do you sell the most of and what makes you the most money? And people might say, oh, we should just optimize for what you sell the most of and what makes you the most money. But here at eWebStyle, we get a little deeper into this client and we start understanding, okay, so why would somebody go to this client, we'll call him Joe's Office Supply, versus uh, Office Depot or Office Max? And the reason boils down to customer service. Well, really it boils down to customer service. Some of the pitches is that they can have same-day delivery, Mm -hmm. which is customer Customer service. service. Yeah. and so their sales force, when they knock on a door, they're not selling paper, which they sell the most of, or CDs, which makes them the most money. They're selling a service. And currently, the website doesn't support that service at all. It supports a shopping cart. Yeah. Well, let me, yeah, at all is a little rough. Because yeah. if they're in the door <laughs> and they're saying, this is our service and we've got a great website, yes, it's a great website, so it at least looks professional. But it doesn't pitch to the customer on the website or the potential customer, hey, here's why you should be with Joe's Office Supply. You should be with us because we got great customer service, we got a great sales force, and you're going to know Mary on a name on a first name basis. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to pick up the phone and say, hey, Mary, how you doing? How the kids? How's the husband? And I need a, a pack of paper. Can, <laughs> can you get that to me today? Yeah. That's why people want to do business with Joe's Office Supply. And the website doesn't represent that. So that's a great example of prepare your website. So we put together a proposal. We're saying, look, you need to work on these first, you know, put together five, ten pages up front that are about you. And on the back end, provide the ordering system, which is the shopping cart. Because mm-hmm. your intention is not to compete with Office Max and Office Depot. Because you're not going to win that. That's just not going to happen. Um, unless it happens to be somebody who used to use your service and they see you and say, oh, I want to I want to use Joe again yeah. or, you know, whatever it may be. So somebody in California probably is not going to use you unless you're beating them on price. And even then it's questionable because they just don't know who Joe's office supply exactly. in Houston is. And that, that's a perfect example of how to prepare the website for 
SEO, or for, excuse me, for a pay-per-click campaign. And it, it and also SEO. is SEO, <laughs> is but SEO. yeah, since we're talking about pay-per-click, we'll say pay-per-click. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing is, you know, in general, what does the website look like? Like, in, in that case, that, that website looked good. It had some nice slogans. Cosmetically, for the it was really nice. Yeah. It was appeasing to the eye. It had, you know, some images there, and, and, and it looked nice. Yep. And on further investigation, when you really start to understand the business, you realize that it doesn't support the salespeople, which is really, you know, when he comes to us, when we're talking to him, our, our value-added proposition is that we're going to bring you customers and sales. And that's going to happen because of what they do, because of the customer exactly. service that they, that, they, uh, that they do. So, um, And, you know, everything that we ever talk about websites is true relative to pay-per-click. That is, it's got to look good. It's got to have good copy. Um, we always talk about some sort of call to action buy something, click something, give me your email, download a book, you know, something. What is the purpose? You know, pull up a page that you're trying to get traffic to and lean back in your chair and look at the screen and say, what do I want the customer to do when they come to this page? And and then make sure that your page is geared towards having them do that. Um, let's see, what have we got next? So site design, that we talk in terms of, you know, do you want Flash? And again, this is true of SEO and, 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 and websites in general. What is it, and pay-per-click, <laughs> you know, what are we going to present um, to the client and how are we going to present it and is it going to support everything else we're planning to do in our search engine optimization campaign? And, you know, this might seem... Uh, not redundant, but it might seem like this is common sense. But you know, we everyone has been to websites that don't have a call to action. They've been to websites that don't have uh, that they don't they're not enticing. They don't entice the customer to want to do uh, to buy or to do something else. So it might seem common sense, but we've all visited websites that that don't that break these rules. Right? Yeah. The in. Well. Isn't that what you see all the time? Yeah, all day, <laughs> every day, actually. <laughs> Hi, this is Paul Hansen. You're breaking all the rules. <laughs> Where's your good copy? Come on. <laughs> um, uh, one one secret that that is mentioned here by Barbara is uh, start small, choose one search engine. If you're going to do it yourself, absolutely choose one search engine. Um, Again, we can really focus on Google because it's such, uh, a, a, again, a, such a dominant search engine in the market. Uh, so you can really focus your uh, pay-per-click campaign just on Google. Um, but we'll go in there and we'll do Yahoo and, and others uh, when when it when it feels appropriate. And yeah, and we say an, an hour to two hours a day. If you're going to spend an hour to two hours, let's say you spend one hour a day managing your pay-per-click campaign on Google. And then you just want to fly off the handle and do it again on Yahoo and do it again for MSN. I mean, that's a lot of time that you're spending managing pay-per-click campaigns across multiple search engines. And that can get, like you said before, very laborious. That takes time. It takes energy. And, and, and that's outside of you running your business you know, it's an addition, yeah, in, in, yeah, addition. in addition to you running well, your and, and in that hour, we like to say that there are five things that you should focus. So everybody, get your pen out. Get got ready. Mine. I got mine. There are five things that we're going to focus on. Hopefully I can remember them. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that you're going to focus on and spend time on in that hour is on your pay-per-click manager. 
right? That's the first thing. You want to be spending time on your pay-per-click manager. Paul, what, what's the what's the second thing? Hang on, I'm writing, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> pay-per-click manager. Five thing, pay-per-click. Uh, I'd say the second thing would be your keywords. Oh, keywords. That That's a good idea. I, I almost forgot that one. <laughs> The, uh, the next thing that you want to be spending time on are your logs. And we'll get right back to that here in just just a moment because uh, Paul's going to give us our next one. Item number four is... Uh, where is... <laughs> Keywords. Keywords again. Oh, I almost forgot Keywords that. Again. again, yeah. And uh, number five is Keywords. Because uh, the most important, yeah, we're down. So let's just recap that for those who uh, didn't have their pins ready. Number one is you need to be spending time on your pay-per-click manager. That's your Google Ad AdWords uh, software. Uh, number two is you need to be working on your keywords. Number three is you need to be spending time with your analytics or uh, your stats software. That's the thing that will keep track of the statistics, who's gotten on your website, how they got there, why they got there, what they do, did they bounce, all that stuff. Uh, the next one is keywords. You need to focus on keywords, and we cannot forget the last one, keywords. which is keywords. Yes, uh, keywords are really important. We've got a podcast on keywords. If we haven't gone over keywords enough, Listen to the podcast on keywords. Yes, because <laughs> keywords are really, really important. Um, one of those, that, that item number two, is, is going to be the subject of our next podcast. Our next podcast is going to cover uh, Webalizer and Google Analytics. Webalizer is a, is a free um, stats uh, viewing software. That's where you can view how people found your website, all that. So we're going to cover some of the details of that cover some of the information in Webalizer, which sometimes can be confusing. And we'll do a little bit of compare and contrast with Google Analytics. Uh, we used to use Webalizer on a regular basis. We, uh, um, we still got some clients who use it, uh, so we're familiar with it. We use it, uh, but for the most part, we switched over to Google Analytics for everything that we do because it's such a powerful piece of software. Um, and so make sure you join us next time. We are going to be covering stats, web stats, uh, Webalizer, and Google Analytics. And until then, I'm Chris Burris. And this is Paul Hansen. And bye-bye. We'll see you next time on the eWebStyle Podcast. My way.